Mary Holm is here. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jesse. You'd know all about your metaphors, wouldn't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary does a weekly column uh, in Herald, which I love. I've been reading it for decades. Um, and she has been a big part of our show for a long time as well, and every couple of weeks on a Thursday afternoon. Um, and an interesting, I don't think I've ever seen you cover this topic before, Mary. <laughs> no, I don't think I have either. I've just, I read some one article recently that got me thinking about, I heard a long, long time ago about Lusha the chimp, the, the Russian chimp, mm-hmm. and one other animal, I can't remember which one, and I started thinking I've got to collect these. Before we get onto that, can I just say yeah. that this is Money Week, mm-hmm. which oh, is, is run it? by the Retirement Commission, yeah. and... Um, so there's all kinds of things going on around the country. The place to get information about it is on the Sorted website. And on Sorted, anyone can go in and type in a question they've got about money. And because I get way too many letters for my Herald column, and you and I get a whole lot more emails than we ever get to, mm. I'm saying to people, hey, if you've got a money question and we have, you and I haven't answered it and I haven't answered mm. it in the Herald go on the Sorted website and you can ask it there. And I think they're more or less saying they will answer all the questions. But Great. Uh, so anyway, Money Week on the, on the Sorted website. Cool, thank you. Yes, yeah. Animal um, investors, what we can learn from yes, them. Yes, yes. And I've got five different animals here that one way or another have told people how they should invest. Yeah. And and they've done pretty well quite often. The first one is Orlando the cat, and I put that one first because I had an, a cat called Orlando once. Like this cat, he was he was ginger. Orlando the marmalade cat. I don't know whether you're you're probably too young to know that it was a children's book no, that no, people in my generation will will all know. I think Orlando one, the marmalade cat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so this this Orlando in England, he um. He was in in 2012. They got some professional money managers. The Observer newspaper did this, and they got some some school children, a group of school school children, and the cat. And they were all competing. They were all given a theoretical five thousand pounds to see how they could. Um, do in the share market. In all of these stories, it's always quite interesting to work out how the animal made its selection, how the people knew what the animal had chosen. And with Orlando, he had a little toy mouse and they had a grid on the floor with the different shares and and got him to throw his mouse and then they'd buy the share that that the little toy mouse landed (laughs) on. And after a year, the professional investors had about £5,200 and the students had about forty-eight hundred pounds, and Orlando had fifty-five hundred. So he won. Apparently, he was losing until the last quarter, but then he made a brilliant selection of a particular company. <laughs> Threw his mouse on the right <laughs> yeah, part of the floor. Yeah, he did, and he beat the lot. So that was Orlando, and then we have um, Adam Monk, who worked, who was a a Brazilian cinnamon ringed ring-tailed Cebus monkey. And he worked for the Chicago Sun-Times, where I actually worked years ago. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, more recently, Adam Monk worked there, this Was, this Ro- was Roger Ebert the film critic there when yes, he was Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of, um, I was a big fan of he him. He and, and the other guy that was at the Tribune, the Chicago Tribune at the time, Roger, Roger Ebert and... Was it Richard Roper? Um, 
or Siskel. Siskel, yeah. Siskel, Siskel, and even they were brilliant movie mm. reviewers. Yes, yeah, they were. And Mike Royko, I don't know whether you've ever heard of him, a very famous columnist. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what we're here to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, this Brazilian um, cinnamon ring-tailed Cebus monkey, he circled stocks with a red pen. So he was doing it more like a, a human. They put a red pen in his hand and probably gave him the newspaper share market listings. Yeah. And he, so his brother was over there typing Shakespeare. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yes, yes get enough stocks. monkeys. That's right. <laughs> and um, he outperformed the share market indexes four years in a row from 2003 to 2006. Oh, my gosh. And then he did it again in 2008 when the global financial crisis came on. He lost only 14% while most of the money managers were losing around 35%. So so Adam did quite well. And then we have Lusha, the uh, chimpanzee, the one I was uh, heard about first. In 2010, um, he was... At the end of the global financial crisis, she, I should say, she was a girl. She had her portfolio of shares topped 90, 94% of Russia's mutual funds. So she did better than mutual funds are basically like managed funds, like KiwiSaver funds, mm. etc. These were probably all ones investing in shares. And she nearly tripled her money in a single year, according to the Daily Mail. What she did was they gave her 30 cubes of some made of something or other, and she had to select eight of them. Mm-hmm. And so she chose her eight cubes, and they did better than 94% of the, <laughs> of the uh, money managers in Russia. And then, Mary, you were already unpopular with fund managers before this, uh, <laughs> this interview today. It's not going to do much it good probably for your isn't, No, is not, not with the fund managers. No, no it's not. No. Now, the next one, in some ways, is... is is the most fun, really, some cows in Norway. In 2016, the state broadcaster got uh, three, four teams they got. One team was two stockbrokers. One was an astrologist. One was two beauty bloggers, so they blogged about beauty. And one was a small herd of cows. And the way that they got the cows to select what shares they wanted to buy was they had a paddock and they divided the paddock into into 25, must have been five by five, a, a grid thing, with um, 25 squares in it. And they let the small herd of cows loose on the squares and they basically chose the shares where the cows did the most poos in, the, in that particular square mm. in the grid. And... The cows, they didn't do all that well. They did, they did better than the astrologer, but um, but the stock pickers slightly beat the cows actually. But the the overall winners, I like this, was the beauty bloggers. So they were two two women who blogged about beauty, and apparently they barely heard of shares. But they so they chose their shares pretty randomly too. Um, and then the final animal we've got here is a hamster, and this is a fairly recent one. The latest I could get on the hamster was in September 2021, a German hamster, and his name's Mr. Gox. And what he does, he first of all, he runs on an intention wheel, so he spins around some kind of a wheel to choose which cryptocurrency. So he's investing in a range of cryptocurrencies that include Tron and Ethereum and Bitcoin, which are some of the best known of the cryptocurrencies. And then... 
So he chooses, he spins a wheel and chooses which currency to trade today. And then he scampers through either a buy tunnel or a sell tunnel. So, um, and triggering purchases or sales of roughly 20 euros worth of cryptocurrency. And he, so he's got a real life person who then has to actually execute the trades, of course. And that while the person stays anonymous, he films the Mr. Gox doing his selections. And so people can watch it on, it's live streamed on Twitch. <laughs> and they put the buy and sell orders on Twitter and Reddit. Now, I don't know whether they're still doing this because the latest I could get was September last year. Mm-hmm. As of last September, he his his performance was up more than 16% since he'd begun trading in June Returns were better than those for Bitcoin and the American share index of the S&P 500. So he was doing pretty well at that point. So we've got all these animals um, making their selections. It's uh, The idea probably started from a guy called a, a Princeton I'm just University going to jump professor. in here. I've, I've checked yes. on Twitter. Um, he died yes. in November, Mr. Gox. Mr. Gox died. Rest in peace. I wonder how well off he was in, yeah. Yeah. Does, doesn't Apparently say Apparently was quite some surprise to the team at Gox Capital. Oh, very sad. Mm. Sad about Mr. Gox. And um, so getting to the origin of it all, in 1973, Burton Malkiel, who's a Princeton professor in America, wrote a book called A Random Walk Down Wall Street, which... I actually read when I was a student in the 1970s doing my MBA. It was a, it's a fantastic book and it's mm. been updated many times. So I recommend it to people. You can buy it in the shops still. A random walk down Wall Street. And he said in that, a blindfolded monkey throwing darts at a newspaper's financial pages could select a portfolio that would do just as well as one carefully selected by experts. Mm. So he planted that idea way back then. And... Now, there are a couple of, of, you know, points to make about this. One is we tend to only hear about the, the animals that did do yes, well. Yes, that's why it you makes know, the news, right? Yes, it's, it's a, there's a real selection bias going, mm-hmm. on, going on here. Um, Hamster and, does more poorly than a bunch of fund managers is not the headline. No, you want, it's no. not. No, no. <laughs> so, um, um, and uh, another point that's, that, that some of the experts have made is that when the animals are, are just randomly selecting from, you know, several hundred, perhaps a thousand shares, they are going to select just as many little companies as big companies, whereas the professional fund managers tend to go for bigger companies usually. There's a a bias there. And so if the animals are getting more little companies than the professionals, little companies tend to be higher risk, higher return. If they go well, they go very well. Mm. You know, the little companies that are growing and grow brilliantly or they collapse, whereas bigger companies tend to be steadier in there. And so that could be partly why the animals have done quite well, because they've got more of the little higher-risk companies, and when they go well, they go very, very well. But that's not all there is to it. I mean, as Burton Malkiel said, you know, he was saying the monkeys could do better than professional managers, and that's because... um, Professional would well, selecting shares at random can often do just as well as professionals choosing which shares to buy and sell, which is why I've advocated for years just getting putting your money into an index fund which owns all the shares in in the share market index. You know, which which might be all the big shares in the market, or it might be all the middle sized shares, or or whatever. But the point is, it's kind of just 
owning the lot. And that very often does better than the professionals trying to work out which particular shares to buy and sell. Mm. So, you know, the monkeys doing well is not that surprising, all the cats, etc., etc. Um I was, I was thinking listeners might want to try. They might want to somehow or other get there. We haven't got any dogs in here, surprisingly enough. Um, yeah. You could put the dogs out with out in the yard with 30 different toys and see which one it picks up or something like that. I mean, there's all sorts of different ways you could do it. Yeah, you just, you could do how, what sort of time period would you do it over? Well, a lot of them are doing it over about a year. Um, you, you could do whatever time period you wanted. I mean, the point is that this is random, and so quite often the animals aren't going to do particularly well because it's random. But but they quite often will do, you know, better than the professionals because the professionals are in trading more often, quite often. You know, if the animals, if they just select at the beginning and then hold those those shares, which is what I recommend people mm-hmm. do as well, um, you can do better than the professionals in their buying and selling and trying to to guess what's going to do well in the future because often it doesn't Thank do you, well Mary. or badly. Great lesson Thanks, from the animal Jesse. kingdom. Nice to see you. You too. Mary, Mary Holm, uh, and every couple of weeks on a Thursday.